Layla Zanti. And I'm Marcus Zanti. And this is Passport Necessary, a podcast dedicated to being a TCK and growing up as a TCK, uh, how it affects us now as adults. And today we are going to be talking about December festivals slash Christmas um, yes. because it is pervasive and everywhere now. <laughs> um, so for you, is like Christmas a big thing in your family? Yes, it is or was certainly like when we were kids. I mean, definitely like every single year it was always done. So there'd be the tree, there'd be the presents, there'd be the food, there'd be all that sort of stuff. Um, and there'd be like in, in sort of like essentially schools that were American based, like the run up to Christmas was always clearly there. So like it would start off and you would definitely be sort of like working towards it in the school band or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas plays and all that sort of stuff. You did Christmas so, plays? Yeah, in the first school I was in. Like... Like nativity stuff? Oh no no no! Like we do a play for Christmas is probably. Oh oh oh! Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. Sorry, I was I like, know, what? I, was saying, <laughs> I yeah, didn't I know you went to Jesus, Catholic three school. Years running. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, yeah, I I guess well we did Christmas every year as, as far as I can mm. remember, but it never felt like a really big deal for me. I know that I've talked about it with my partner, like for him, Christmas is huge. Like it was a time for family and getting together. They would always have a really, really big meal with, you know, everyone there. Mm -hmm. But to me, like Christmas isn't really like that. It's a lot more low key. Um, So I guess I don't have as strong of a nostalgia sentiment for Christmas that I think my partner or a lot of people have. yeah, yeah, I mean, because like, certainly for me as an adult, it's definitely not been like that at all. Because um, obviously being on the other side of the planet, it's always a thing of like um, being away from people and all that sort of stuff. So it's much more low-key now. But I always try and make sure that I do something different. Mm-hmm. Always try and make sure that I could do something different. Do you usually cook something special for Christmas? Yeah, something unusual. Just something different. Well, I have a question. Like with your family, I know for a lot of Americans... Um, They'll do turkeys for Thanksgiving, although I do know families who will also have turkey for Christmas. Um, but I've also heard of having like a Christmas ham. That's also very popular uh, right, yeah. for Americans uh, for Christmas. Is there like a specific like dish that your family would make every Christmas or something that like had a lot of importance that, you know, you would have? Mm. I mean, like for, for British people, generally speaking, it's either somewhere it's either a turkey or a goose. Those are generally speaking the two things that people have because um, mm-hmm. obviously we don't do thanksgiving um right <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so yeah as children it was definitely turkey that would be the thing that we would do so adulthood it varied it depended on who was doing what so, i mean i have had goose for christmas before mm-hmm. i mean it is literally like eating a big duck i mean that's basically how it tastes and everything <laughs> and that's how you cook it as well mm-hmm. the same way as you cook a big duck um that's a pleasant experience um and then sometimes you know you might have i've done things more recently where you have like animals that you wouldn't normally come across i did what did i do one year i've done pheasant for christmas before as well because the thing is obviously it's quite a small bird so the thing is that, you know if you've only got one or two people it's enough mm-hmm. you don't um, need a so... huge like goose or turkey if you're two or no. three people unless you want leftovers for an entire month oh yeah it's just like hibernate with it just store it <laughs> disappear <laughs> Never have to go shopping for meat again for the rest of the month. Just yeah, eat exactly. turkey or goose. <laughs> um, I think for my family, 
if we could get our hands on it, my mom very often would make duck for Christmas. Mm -hmm. If we were home, that was also the other yeah. thing is a lot of the times when my family celebrated Christmas, because that was when we would have our winter holidays, very often we would leave the country we were leaving in um, and go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I can only remember very few times that we were home for Christmas. Right. So we would do the tree because my mom has this like little rinky dink tree that we bring to every country we never had a live tree it was always mm -hmm. oh no that's a lie we did have a live tree i think one year when i was living in guatemala but right, otherwise okay. we had this like small plastic tree that we would make and we would put little things on it and we put the presents underneath it but it was never like it's a big deal. Christmas is coming. It was more like, yeah, yeah. hey, don't forget to get presents for everyone. You know, Christmas is on its way. It was a little bit yeah. more like laid back, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, for us, it was definitely like the things focused on the specific day. So it wasn't like you had the massive, I mean, particularly with being in Japan, you couldn't have the massive long buildup because in mm -hmm. Japan, it's not really as big of a deal. So, you, you know, it felt like a more of a special occasion. Whereas now, irritatingly, there's... Because, you know, people always joke about, oh, Christmas comes earlier every year or whatever. Um, certainly problem... feels that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the problem is you definitely know, sort of like, certainly in Britain anyway, it's like, you know, you're, you're going to have the adverts and things for Christmas being started up uh, in September now. It's really weird. This year I saw stuff that was supposed to be designated for Christmas on sale in September. And you're kind mm -hmm. of going, it, it's months away. I don't think if any, I don't know if anybody's noticed it. But it's a long way off. Yeah. And irritatingly, they've come up with a new advertisement this year for Pizza Hut. And it says, and it says right at the beginning of the advert, doesn't it feel like Christmas comes earlier every year? It's like, yes. And you're not helping. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> and it's just, it's just like, I'm never going to Pizza Hut again just for that insulting reminder. <laughs> You're like, that's it. You lost my business. Yeah, I, it does. Yeah. It does definitely feel like Christmas is coming earlier. I know definitely from a marketing standpoint and especially from like a purchasing and capitalism standpoint, it feels like it definitely mm. is creeping earlier and earlier in the year. I know where I live, I have absolutely seen Christmas stuff going up for sale in September. And mm. for me, it's irritating because I'm a huge fan of Halloween. And I yeah. really dislike seeing all the stuff for Thanksgiving and and Christmas creeping up on October because it's like, let October have the Halloween. Like, let that happen. <laughs> Just please. Yeah. It's not that hard to wait until once October is done. And also, I think for me personally, it also kind of gets draining that like, yeah. it feels almost forced. That like sentiment of mm. like being being joyful and cheery all the time like i'm a naturally happy person but it mm -hmm. does kind of tend to get exhausting at least personally i find it to be exhausting well no i'd agree with that because i think i think the problem is is that it takes away from the actual event mm -hmm. it's and and the thing is if you big it up so much the event can never be as good as you want it to be because the expectations are so high mm -hmm. 
that you know you just kind of think it kind of defeats the object of what you were going to do anyway resent you spend time with the family and try and enjoy yourself you're already sick of hearing what your family's up to you're already sick of everything because it's just like this has become the most stressful thing i've ever done i know i've got to do it again next year yeah exactly it's moving house i know yeah i definitely feel that way it's just it feels like it's never ending and it just it would be nice if it was a little bit more relaxed it mm. feels very pressurized and yeah. i understand why and but i mm. feel like especially on a year like this year where so much has been happening and a lot of people have dealt with loss and have dealt with um mm. whether it's loss of a job or loss of family members or loss of you know the habits and things that you enjoy I think what's most important is not necessarily having that big pomp and circumstance. It's being mm. with the people you love and care about, even if it's not physically there. Like we're having yeah. this huge debate right now between whether people should be going to see their families for Christmas or not. Mm. And it's like everybody is. I, and it's it's just like I think the thing that's most important is the reminder of if you love your family, you would want to keep them safe. If you love your friends, yeah. you would want to keep them safe. So if you going to visit them puts their safety in jeopardy, maybe it should be smart for you not to go see them <laughs> physically. But you, we have technology now that gives us an ability to mm -hmm. see people across the world. Like I get to talk to you once a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so might as well do that. Like make it special for yourself, but what you do you, don't have yeah. to be physically there to do it. Yeah, I think the thing is, is it's 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 different for people who have families that kind of are, are across different countries because I mean, you know, you can't see everybody. Mm -hmm. It's it's not possible. So you kind of pick what you're going to do, and I can understand people wanting to go and see their families and everything like that. Everybody does want to do that. There is a point. I mean, actually, pragmatically, from the point that you've made, is that it does make sense that really, you know, I think sometimes you know especially in situations like this i mean it's bad but the thing is, is that it's only temporary and so mm -hmm. to sort of to sort of lock in on the idea that christmas has to be exactly the same no matter what it's kind of like it won't be it can't no. be so you're gonna you grow to... and change every year it's gonna be slightly mm. different every time yeah, so I think, and this time around, it's not anybody's fault. It's just the way things are. So, you know, it's probably, be I mean, the thing is you could just have a sort of, you know, wait a little bit and then see people when things are a bit safer. Yeah, would, I agree would, with that. Would, that would be the sensible thing to do. I mean, yeah, it's, it's the problem is, is this isn't somebody saying something and being unreasonable and saying, oh, well, I don't want you to do this, so don't do it. It is really a case of if you decide that you want to do it, it's not going to make a difference. Like, it's not trying to describe this it's not somebody telling you to do something because they're a nasty person it's because they're telling you to do something because it's the most sensible thing to do mm -hmm. and the virus isn't going to care whichever way around mm -hmm. whether or not you follow the rules or not like it's if you decide to break the rules because you think well it won't happen to me it's just like that you know every you know it's sort of one of those things, well, what could possibly go wrong? It won't happen to me. It's one of those things, it's one of those common problems, isn't it? I mean, I suppose particularly at this time of year, you do kind of start to think about that. It's kind of like, what's the best thing you can do if you care about people? Mm -hmm. Ironically, stay away. Yeah, for now. And then it'll change yeah. later on. Um, 
So we're also going to talk about celebrating Christmas, but also other December festivals in other countries. Um, I know that, you know, both of us, we have experience living in Japan. Christmas is not big in Japan other than from like a marketing standpoint. Like there's no real tradition of Christmas really in Japan. It came with Americans when they were in Japan after World War II, but it's not really like entrenched in the culture. In fact, for for many Japanese people, Christmas is seen as a couple's holiday, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of Americans or a lot of Westerners find odd because for us, Christmas is family. Yeah, especially since one of the big things that they have on Christmas Day is Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes, I, <laughs> and it's I love genuinely it so true. much. <laughs> so to be very it just, clear, it just seems to think, I suppose why not? Why not do that? Yeah, so for people who don't know, in Japan, it's actually very popular to order Kentucky Fried Chicken for Christmas dinner. And it's actually seen as like a specialty thing, like a high end, like you would do this um, every year for Christmas. It's considered like the thing to do, like where we think of like turkey, goose, ham, whatever. In Japan, it's going to get KFC. (laughs) And they have entire meals that are planned around that, um, which mm. I just think is really funny. I love that. Just Because in America, especially KFC is seen as like, it's good, but definitely unhealthy. But in Japan, they're like, yeah, you know, it's oh, yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. I suppose it's an <laughs> indulgence thing, though, as well, though, isn't it? I suppose it kind of counts. You know, it, it does is... fit in with the system, doesn't it? Yeah, it definitely is an indulgence. Um, I just love that. I think that's so funny. Um, so we're not only going to be talking about Christmas in Japan, but also Christmases in other places that we have lived or that I've lived too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that makes it more clear. Um, yeah. um, so there are two that stand out in my mind. I don't really remember Christmas when I was living in South Korea cause I was really little or really anything mm-hmm. other than it got very cold in the winter. <laughs> um, and I, we talked about once we were living in Japan and all that stuff, but um, two days that stand out to me when I was living in Guatemala, uh, there's one which is December 7th. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it falls December 7th every year. I know that it's December 7th this year, um, which is El Dia del Diablo, which translates to the Day of the Devil. Mm -hmm. And similar to Guy Fawkes Day, where you're burning (laughs) the effigy of someone, um, El Dia del Diablo, you burn a paper mache effigy of the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty spectacular to watch. <laughs> um, people like really go all out. They usually, it's usually like a really big thing. People will come and they'll gather. Um, it's like a group thing where you build the paper mache effigy. Um, you usually burn that. Some people will also burn like trash or like broken furniture or like things that you want to get rid of because the whole idea right. is that you're cleansing for the holy christmas season so uh, okay yeah because guatemala yeah, yeah. is actually a predominantly uh christian country like there's most mm-hmm. of the people there are christ we consider themselves christian i think specifically catholic um yeah. I don't want to be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Um, And so 
um, the day of the El Dia del Diablo is really big because it's kind of like the whole idea of fire being a cleansing element. You're getting rid of all that negative uh, things that are personified by the devil, and then you're mm -hmm. entering into the Christmas season with all of that behind you. Um, the largest of these like celebrations of El Dia del Diablo is in Antigua, which is mm -hmm. a city that's not too far from La Ciudad de Guatemala. Um, I actually went to Antigua a couple of times. I really love that city. It's so beautiful. Um, it actually has three volcanoes around it, one okay. of which is still active. So you'll okay. see like lava coming out of it once in a while. It's really cool. <laughs> um, and I have vague memories. I don't remember seeing El, Di El Diablo there, but I do remember seeing it while I lived there. And then... Mm -hmm. The other thing that's really big in Guatemala is December 16th through the 24th. So it's a couple of days. It's not just a one-day mm -hmm. thing. Is Las Posadas Navideñas, which translates to the Christmas processions. Um, mm -hmm. Again, this is more Catholic. And it's basically a procession, multiple processions that portray the nativity. So the yeah. idea of going from house to house, um, asking for you know, the ability for Mary to come in and have her baby. Um, and usually that's, that's, there's usually children, but sometimes adults will do it where they'll dress up as Joseph and Mary and they literally go from house to house asking them, like, can you let us in? It's actually also mm -hmm. really popular, not popular. <laughs> it's so popular. Um, it's, <laughs> it's a really big thing that's also celebrated in Mexico, um, right. but it's also done in Guatemala. And I never did it. Like, I was never part of it. But I do remember seeing it. Like, kids going mm -hmm. from house to house. Um, there's a lot of other, like, saints days that are very big throughout the right, month yeah. of December. Because um, that's another thing with Guatemala is it is a very Catholic country. But they also are very big believers of saints and, like, the ability yeah. that saints have. So they'll celebrate specific saints and what they do. Some are specific to a town and some are specific to a sp day. Um, mm -hmm. So it kind of varies, but there are multiple festivals that happen throughout the month of December in Guatemala. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I was, also, I was also looking into, in Japan, there's a lot of festivals that happen throughout December. Because I was curious. I was like, I don't remember there being a lot throughout the month no. of December. Um. But the thing that's really interesting with Japan is that a lot of festivals are completely dependent on temples or cities. Yeah, so you have a like a local thing that you'll do specifically for a specific day mm -hmm. in that, like, yeah, for the specific temple down the road. It'll be like, yeah, this is what we're doing today. It's like, is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is the day for this specific thing. Um, and it can be sort of really quite bizarre because you kind of almost don't expect it to happen that all of a sudden it's there and you're going, Oh, right. So there's something going on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember seeing those sorts of things as a child. Like you see some that were just specific to a local, like you could sometimes just be specific to a local, like, district almost. Mm -hmm. Just to be like They're... a few streets, a block would do it and that would be it. Yep. It's all dependent. Because again, going back to Japanese forms of religion, there's Buddhism and there's Shintoism. And mm -hmm. most of the time, a lot of the festivals they're more within the Shinto religion. They're not mm -hmm. necessarily Buddhist. And so 
there it really is completely dependent on the spirits of specific areas so it depends yeah. on the temples of specific areas that's why it's so interesting a lot of people are like oh well isn't there like a big festival the only big festival that really happens throughout japan is hanami oh hanami that's and the new only year. one that and new years sorry yeah. and new years those are the two like really big ones other mm-hmm. than that most places it's completely dependent on what's happening at that local shrine or temple yeah that often is essentially the way it is because i mean isn't the gion mats really only the, one of the few that happens only in kyoto or something like that it's one it's a big it's a big festival i think it only happens in kyoto doesn't it they don't do it elsewhere mm-hmm. yeah, yeah there's there's that one because there's the gion district and mm-hmm. i know that while i was researching there was one i should have written it down i thought it was so cute there's one called like the daikon festival where because <laughs> daikon is um usually picked in late fall and so once you're yeah. december you're you're basically entering winter and so it's like a way to celebrate the daikon and picking the daikon it's like a whole thing i was like this is really cute daikons are a type of radish for anyone who doesn't know it's um, a very big a, radish as well it's a huge radish <laughs> so good <laughs> i love pickled daikon that's actually <clears throat> the one of the things that i always look for here in the states is the yellow pickled daikon that's kind oh. of sweet you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So good. I love it so much. And I'm always looking for it because <laughs> I can never I, find it easily. I haven't seen it for years, I don't think. That's a thought. Yeah. But yeah. So I think, I think the thing that's really big for a lot of Christmas festivals, but also like Christmas festivals, December festivals <laughs> and Christmas is that I think for a lot of people, um, December, it's winter, it's getting cold for most places, not everywhere, mm-hmm. but for most places, it's winter, we're approaching a lot more darkness, a lot more um, cold, and I think that time of year is, these festivals are kind of a way to remind us to spend time with family and kind of find joy in a time of year where it's really hard yeah, because it's so dark all the time. And, and because it's, it's so cold and, it's and wet, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isn't that Britain all the time? <laughs> Actually, I thought that was so funny when people kept telling me like, oh, it's always cold and rainy in, in England. It's always cold and rainy. And almost every time I had gone, it was sunny. I was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's always pretty whenever I go to England. They're like, yeah, because you're going in May and June when like you might actually see the sun. And I was like, I don't <laughs> know what to tell you. Yeah, I'll just I'll just make sure I stay as long as I can get sun. I don't know. Mm. Um but yeah, I think I think Christmas is really fun. I think if people remember that it's supposed to be a time to have fun. Yeah. If that's you let the, the stress get to you, that's when it gets not fun. Because it's easy to let the stress get to you as well. I mean, it's it's just one of those things, isn't it? I mean, like, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. It's like, no, what you've got to do is focus on making sure you can have the most fun that you can. Mm-hmm. It's really what you have to do. And it's not too difficult if you're a bit imaginative. I think that's the thing is, is that, you know, I think the celebrations make sense because they, they're quite formulaic in certain ways, which is good because you know what you have to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, these are the things that we're going to do, which is nice. And I think really, you know, I think, I don't know how many people actually do this, but I can't. I can't really get excited about Christmas until Advent. And once Advent starts, that's it. That's like, that's fine. First of December, that's it. It's all go. What's that's, Advent? That's when things... 
the, the uh, beginning the the run up to christmas so it's the um, oh because of the advent the, calendars yeah yeah from the first of december <laughs> to the 24th yeah I'm so refer to, to it as that <laughs> it's all right it's all, i'm gonna be oh, honest right, yeah I don't remember what an advent was. I do remember my mom having, I like, she had this, not a calendar, but it was like this fake tree that was on felt. And there was, um, right next right. to it, it had like all these little pockets of little ornaments. And every day mm -hmm. they were like felt ornaments that had Velcro on the back. And so on each day you would add one of those, these fake ornaments to yeah. this Velcro tree. I remember being little and I was like, why are we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> just keep doing it. Just do what I'm told. Yeah, I'll just do what my mom wants me to do, which is put felt fake ornaments onto a felt fake tree, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> did you ever have to go to Christmas mass? I don't think we ever did. I cannot remember. I went to one once. Mm -hmm. I would so have been boring. very small. I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I, f I fell asleep straight up. Yeah. I don't even remember half of it. I was just like, nah. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> fell asleep in church. Because <laughs> I'm not religious and we none of us were religious. We were visiting a friend of my mother's and um, she was like, I want to go to Christmas mass. I remember pitching a fit. I remember being not happy that I had to go yeah. to this because I had to dress up and they were mm -hmm. like, you have to stay awake. You have to sing. I was like, I don't know any of the songs. No yeah. one can sing. This sucks. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Probably all the adults looking going, I wish I could do that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's sad is you're probably not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean oh my. Yeah, no, it was not. I don't remember it being fun, but I remember having to do it. Um, I'm trying to think of any like real traditions, but like I said, for me, it's hard because growing up, I can maybe remember like three or four times actually being at home. And when I say at home, like where I was living at the time mm -hmm. for Christmas, like there were a couple Christmases where. We went back to Louisiana and visited my grandma and my Louisiana family. And then there were yeah. other Christmases where, like, I remember us, we went to um, Bali a couple of times because mm. it was really close by. And I was like, hey, like, it's not too expensive. Let's do that. Because um, my dad has a thing about being somewhere warm for Christmas. I guess like it's yeah, something where it's like happened enough where I'm like, dad likes to be warm for Christmas. Okay. Um, <laughs> so like, yeah, I just don't really, we went to Boracay for one Christmas. I remember that, which All is right. in the Philippines. So like, yeah, I don't have a really big tradition for myself of, you know, Christmas stuff. It's only since I've really been dating my partner that we have kind of built our own little Christmas traditions that we do. Yeah, I think it's thing, you know, isn't it? I think families sort of build them up themselves or little groups build them up within themselves. Like there's sort of like a general sort of structure of things that you would do. But mm -hmm. some people just buck the trend. It's just like, yeah, I don't really want to do that. I'll do something else. I mean, it's, it's celebration time, but I'm going to celebrate it my way. Yeah, and that's yeah. totally fine. I mean, yeah. I know for my partner and I, what we do is we got up. We usually have 
breakfast. We, when we get up, we get dressed in these, they're so goofy looking. They're Christmas onesies. They have little Santa hats on them. They're Mm -hmm. very warm. Um, And we basically wear that all day. We don't leave, really, unless we're going to see a friend of ours because they're doing like a a small little Christmas thing and we'll exchange presents. But most of Mm -hmm. the time we get up, we have breakfast. Like I said, we get into our Christmas onesies. We exchange presents. Mm -hmm. We open them and then we'll probably spend the rest of the day watching movies and then calling our parents and wishing them Merry Christmas. That's really it. That's all we do. And it's lovely. It's so great. (laughs) It's nice to have that feeling, though, isn't it? Just like not having to have any, not too much pressure. Not too much pressure. It's it's so nice because honestly, if we see anyone else on Christmas Day, like I said, it's our friends and we usually do Mm -hmm. a quick little gift exchange because they have family they have to go see because they're married and like it's a whole thing. But for us, it's very much like, yeah, we just want to hang out and like spend time with each other and not feel like we're running around like crazy because especially for me the past couple years i've usually been working around christmas Mm -hmm. whether i was working at a restaurant or i was in an office like i was usually quite busy around the holiday season so it wasn't like i just was relaxing Uh, most of the time i Mm -hmm. was running around and doing stuff so christmas is like a day for my partner and i to literally do nothing but watch movies yeah. <laughs> and hang out. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think, this is probably going to be, uh, I think, yeah, every year I've had to work things like Christmas Eve, often boxing, as they call it, Boxing Day in Britain, the day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't go around punching people, don't worry. It's all about collecting boxes, literally. That's what it means. Um, do you do, is there anything special other than the boxes are collected? Um, they do Boxing Day sales. That's the thing that tends to be the thing, is you have the Boxing Day sales, um, but not so, not specifically. I think most people really just want to sit around and, at home and relax. I think that's really what people want to do, especially after mm-hmm. having eaten all that stuff the day before. <laughs> Nobody really wants to get up and go out. I was like, what? No. <laughs> just, just sales. That's the reason. I'm sure that's the reason they have sales. Like, nobody's coming to the shop today. It's quick, get some sales on. That'll get them out. I'm sure <laughs> that's, that's the like, reason. That's kind of like Black Friday here. Yeah. In, in they brought the it here as well. After Thanksgiving, yeah. Black Do you Friday guys here. have Black Friday? Yeah, they brought it over about five, six years ago. I was like, what the heck's Black Friday? Are you like, serious? I'm not even kidding. Like, I came in 2010. I think the first time Black Friday appeared was about 2013. Oh, Something weird. like that. And it just suddenly started happening. I thought that happening. it only happened like, oh, here in the US. No, no, no. It happens in Britain as well. And I get really confused. I'm like going, what is this? Like they could do that in the US. It makes kind of sense because I was like, going, why do they have it? So like, it was after Thanksgiving, and you go, oh, that makes sense. Whereas here, it's like, it just happens, and you're like, why, why are we doing this? <laughs> so oh, they do it in the US, and they go, but what's the point? I think some people actually looked at it and said, this is an utterly pointless thing for us to do because we just lose money in mm-hmm. the UK. But they've done it for some reason. They're just like, I think somebody started, maybe it was Amazon or something like that, started doing it because obviously it's a multinational company and then other mm-hmm. people sort of like got in on it and then other people went oh we better do it too so they started doing it so everybody does it and everyone's going we're losing money like ridiculous amounts of money we can't afford this mm-hmm. you know and they've done it for several years and go this is this ridiculous yeah so, yeah it is ridiculous there's no point in us doing it no point that's but they so do it weird it's i legitimately bizarre. i legitimately thought that black friday was only done in the states 
Well, it was until relatively recently, apparently. Well, seven That's years ago. Oh, so strange. It's, it's being advertised now this year, and I'm going, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. No, well, no, no because it's not lockdown. worth it. Yeah, that too. <laughs> you guys are locked down. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's Christmas Day, then Boxing Day. Mm -hmm. You have the sales, or you just hang out at home and relax. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you kind of have the thing like Christmas Eve. There are a few things that people like to do is they might go and sing carols or something like that. They do stuff like that. People go around. I think carol singing, generally speaking, when people do it, is partly kind of like an idea of charity. Like you go and collect money by singing Christmas songs and then people give you some money to donate to, I don't know, the church fund or something like that. You know, mm -hmm. it might be a small local thing, generally speaking. This is how mm. I understand it works. Um, there's sort of traditions like that. Then there are specific foods that you don't get any other time of year. So like mince pies, which some people really hate and some people really love. And then the one that everybody says they hate is Brussels sprouts. I have no idea why people hate Brussels sprouts. I mean, all they are is mini cabbages. Uh, but everybody's like, oh, I don't really don't like sprouts. I was like, don't cook them then. They're so good. I love Brussels sprouts. I like them. Are the other one that people keep going, oh, yeah, we've got pigs in blankets. And you're going, when I first came across it, I was like, what the hell is a pig in a blanket? Yes, pigs in blanket. I made that for the first uh, <laughs> Christmas that my partner and I actually spent together. And he was like, I really would love some pigs in a blanket. I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I had to like look it up. I was like, oh, I know what that is. But like the term I had never heard. No, it's basically no, like a mini cocktail sausage that's wrapped in a f like a puff pastry. Oh, you call them that? Yeah, no. I, I, that's pigs just, in a blanket. Well. Here, sometimes people refer to pigs in blankets as, but as a sausage, like a cocktail sausage, wrapped in bacon. That too. Yeah, it's yeah. both. Okay, yeah, that... you, can, you can refer to both of them, and they're both pigs okay. in a blanket. I was worried there. I thought, oh my God, we do something weird here. <laughs> First it's Black Friday, and then it's pigs in blankets not done with pastry. I suppose the thing is, though, is like if you were referring to one of those, we call them like a mini sausage roll. That's what we would refer to it as in Britain. Mm -hmm. No, I've heard both. I've heard both. Mm. Pigs in a blanket is both sausage with pastry or sausage with the bacon I'm, i've heard I'm, both of them but they're always a mini like tiny cocktail yeah. sausage oh, they're I'm not so even good i'm not even sure i've ever eaten one they're good they're worth mm. i mean it's kind of a pain in the butt i will say because you have to like cut the bacon and you're wrapping tiny mm. like hot dogs sausages, essentially yeah. like tiny sausages so it's it is kind of a pain in the butt but it is mm. good it's a good little app like I would say it is worth yeah. making if you're having like a little party. If yeah, it's yeah. just for yourself, that is way too much work for yourself. Just throw <laughs> some bacon in the oven, have your cocktail sausages. Like you don't need yeah. to go crazy. But yeah. if you're having a small party or you have guests over, it looks fancy. And compared to other like appetizers that you could make, it's really easy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, do you do Christmas puddings over there? Because I know in Britain there's a specific thing that we have no it's a Christmas. i mean we have fruitcake but almost no one makes fruitcake what's a christmas pudding i mean no i have heard of christmas pudding i know what it is but you have to also keep in mind in the states pudding yeah. is more like a uh like a creamy not right, jello yeah. but like like Kinda a chocolate like a, almost like a mousse or like a, a um yeah uh I'm, it's gonna annoy me. I can't think of what it's called. Like a custard. Kind of. Yeah, but what are those? It's gonna. I'm gonna sing really stupid now. It's 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 not a blancmange. No. But it's it's like. Are you thinking of meringue? No, no, that's not a meringue either. It's it's. 
it's going to really annoy me. Creme caramel. Oh. That's it. I knew it was like, I was thinking, it's got, a, it's got a name that has two C's in it, I'm sure, but I can't remember what the two C's are. No. Yeah. That, that, um, that, is that kind of like a pudding? Is that what you mean by pudding? This is way more no. painful than it needed to be. Um, anyway, <laughs> no, I'll describe in the what States, it. In the States, pudding, when we refer to pudding, we're thinking more like something that's almost like a thick custard, where it's kind of right. creamy, eggy, sweet, mm-hmm. um, right. and usually doesn't have like a base or anything. Like having pudding okay. is literally, it's, it's just like a cup, like you have a cup of pudding or something. Right. Like it's not, okay. it's not, I know in, in England, uh, pudding is it's kind a, of a, kind of, it's a kind of a general bread term. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, normally and is you, it you usually it... steamed? Yes. So Christmas pudding is steamed. It's got things like, you know, raisins, sultanas and stuff like that in it. Then it's quite a dark color. Um, mm-hmm. It is steamed to get it to temperature. Um, and then what you do is like they, they do have this tradition, like they stick some holly in it and then pour brandy on it, set the brandy alight, and then you eat it after that. <laughs> That's bandy great. burns yeah, the bandy burns off faster than 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 uh, the. Uh... I think they're sometimes referred to as brandy puddings as well, because of the mm-hmm. way that they're made. But you have them like a custard with cream or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god, you you can't move afterwards. Oh wow, it sounds like it would be very heavy. And, and it could imagine that that's after having had the turkey and everything else oh yeah no no here i i can't really think of like anything that's like specifically christmasy i mean i know that traditionally people have sometimes like fruitcake but mm-hmm. that's considered very like old school most people don't have fruitcake anymore um yeah usually for christmas i know more and more places have started doing a bouche which um that's actually very popular in France. And I remember my first mm-hmm. Christmas in France, we had a bûche de Noël. A bûche mm. de Noël translates to the log of Christmas. Um, and right. it's a, basically like a roll. It's a, it's a roll cake, which mm-hmm. has like cream. It's a very thin, um, fluffy cake mm-hmm. where you roll cream inside of it. And then you make the outside look like a log. Like you'll like... Right decorate it and you'll put like icing on it so that it kind of looks like an actual christmas log um mm-hmm. and then you will put like little figurines and decorations and make it adorable oh, right. but yeah it's really good um that like it, and fun. it's not too heavy which i like i like a oh uh, yeah yeah it's it's a just fluffy... like a... sorry go ahead it's not like the same sort of thing as a swiss roll it's yeah. obviously french exactly it Ignore is all the swiss the... It's exactly like a Swiss roll. <laughs> it's basically a Swiss roll. <laughs> but we call it a bouche. Um, mm-hmm. it, they're good. I like them. I think they're quite good. And I, I like the chocolate ones, but I'm a chocolate girl. Yeah. I, love, I love chocolate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to think, like, other than that, I know in my French family, having, like, the big Christmas dinner was is like a big thing and i i don't think i ever really got to do it because we were always Mm -hmm. living overseas and then uh my grandparent who was the one who you know made all of that and really took the effort of cooking everything because she would make like multiple course meals for everyone um she (laughs) passed away last year so that probably will not be happening (laughs) anytime Mm. soon but it's, I know that it's a whole thing where you have, like, real French Christmas dinner 
you're going to be at the table for a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have it on Christmas Day, though? Because I know some societies, they'll do it sort of like, I know the Spanish will celebrate it on Christmas Eve. That's when they have the meal. And then some other cultures do it even earlier than that. Or the things that we would associate with Christmas, like the gift giving and stuff like that. Um <clears throat> I'm trying to think. Um, I don't remember because I don't really think we did it. Um, mm. But it's it's eaten on Christmas Eve or okay. early, early Christmas morning when you come back from like the midnight church service. No one really mm -hmm. does that. Um, but most <laughs> people do it on Christmas Eve and it's called Réveillon because right. Réveillon is like the day before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's... It's so decadent. Like you have oysters and foie gras, Ooh. lobster. You'll have a cheese course. You have a dessert mm -hmm. course. You have wine throughout the meal. There's always some sort of fish. Like it's a whole thing. It's let's break bro let's break lockdown and go to France. Yeah. Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that would be the end of me. But yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> it's so much food you have no idea it's so much food it does sound like quite a lot of fun though to be fair because it's I, I think i think the one thing sort of like about certainly english stuff is it because it's, it's so formulaic that the thing is that everything is kind of it's basically the best way to describe british christmas dinner is essentially a sunday roast just with a few extra things that's something makes it sound really boring <laughs> but that's kind of what it is i mean that's essentially what's happening um well you live in york do you have you had a is it a yorkshire pudding oh yeah yorkshire pudding they have them all you have them all the time don't worry yeah it's, it's not just in york no they have them all over the place but i don't know why they're called yorkshire puddings um but they are it's essentially the same sort of thing as a pancake it's essentially almost exactly the same ingredients but it's just cooked in an oven mm-hmm and you have to kind of, you put it in these little trays that you would normally for, use for making cupcakes. So they're kind of the same shape as what you put in, a cupcake in as a tray. But mm -hmm. the thing is, is that when they expand, the size move out and then you will get them, you get them hollow on the inside. So you can mm -hmm. put gravy in them and stuff like that. They're nice, but you know. I remember seeing a challenge that was on Great British Bake Off where they made Yorkshire <laughs> puddings. And the whole time I was watching, I was like, yeah, this looks like pancakes. And then they exploded. Like they became huge. And mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's like a dish. Like you're yeah. making an edible dish, essentially. Yeah, yeah that's how they work. I kind of want to try one. <laughs> you, should, you, you could probably make them at home. I, I don't think that, I, I don't, as far as I understand it, it's not too difficult. I've never tried, but Maybe I'm not this that year obsessed will be the with year. them. Yeah, give it a go. I mean, <laughs> just, I think you've got to make sure you grease the tray properly so that they actually come out of it. Um, mm -hmm. that's, that's, and then, other than that, I can't give you any advice other than they're pretty much the same as pancakes. In terms, in terms of the way you make them, they are pretty much the same. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Well, I can't think of anything else that we should talk about for Christmas. So I think we can... Not at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you have any questions as usual, you can reach out to me on Twitter. My, name, my handle is at Leila Gentil. That's L-E-Y-L-A-G-E-N-T-I-L. If you have been enjoying our uh, podcast, please, please, please leave us a, write, a review. Um, it's very, very kind of you to have been listening to us so far. Uh, spread the word, let others know. Um, this is definitely a podcast for 
other TCKs. We do have some more uh, interviews that will be coming in the future that we're very excited about. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas about future uh, podcast subjects, definitely, definitely, definitely reach out to us. Um, you can always also email us. We have an email. <laughs> it's podcastnecessary at gmail.com. Pa- passport necessary. Passport not- necessary. Oh my God, we're a <laughs> podcast, but it's called Passport Necessary. So yeah. passportnecessary at gmail.com. <laughs> and that's all for today. Bye. Right, bye. Bye.